0: and human. Contact John Balserac at 888-949-7475 or on the web at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. And now here's John to help you create lifestyles and build legacies.
1: And welcome back to another show of creating lifestyles and building legacies. I'm your host, John Balserac, with A4 Wealth Advisors. And my co-host, the one and only, the amazing Tony Shore. Tony, how are you this morning?
0: John, I'm doing good. I've had a good week, and I'm excited to be here because, as always, uh, I think I'll learn something. Uh, I will be paying attention, and I know our listeners are going to get a lot out out of our show today as well because you do a great job, you're a good educator, and you usually come up with some great tips for us. Uh, And I'm excited about today's show. But first, how are you doing, John? What have you been up to there? We are doing
1: fantastic. We are full blown into the fall season here, Tony. And that's with everything between kids sports and doing workshops and teaching educational classes at uh, college universities. We have uh, we've been very, very busy, but it's a fun time of year. Um, I'm glad that football's back in season, as you well know. Oh yeah. You and me both. And, uh, it's just, I love the fall. I really do. It's not, a, you know, actually, I will say it's still pretty hot in the Carolinas, believe it or not, but people will be complaining it's too cold soon. So <laughs> we'll take the heat. And, uh, today we have an amazing show. We're going to talk about the six downsizing myths, uh, to be aware of in retirement. So six downsizing myths to be aware of in retirement for listeners who may be just tuning in for the first time, they can always go to our website at www.a4wealth.com. Um, they can also subscribe to iTunes or Google Play if they want to listen to past shows. So I always throw that out there for, for new listeners and um, feel free to go there. We've got a great learning library, a lot of past shows, a lot of great topics. And you know our whole firm is based around education. And today's episode, The Six Downsizing Myths to Be Aware of in Retirement, is really based uh, on the August 2018 U.S. News and World Report article uh, of the same name by Rachel Hartman. And I think for our listeners out there, no doubt you or your friends have considered downsizing your home after you retire. I know a lot of our clients have. And your friends uh, may have even suggested it to you And I would say before you give that more thought, today we're going to discuss some of the myths and some of the misconceptions around downsizing.
0: Mm, Downsizing, huh? Uh, It's interesting you say that because my wife and I recently had this exact conversation. Uh, We're dreaming right now because we still have two kids at home. Uh, One's in college, but two still at home. Our youngest is uh, 13, going to turn 14 here in a month. But, uh, you know, we're a ways away. But it's we, we're starting to think about what we're going to do once we get them all out of the house uh, or out of high school, at least. And uh, we're thinking about downsizing, and uh, we're actually looking forward to it. Some people want to stay in their home. Some people are excited about We're excited about getting rid of stuff and downsizing. So uh, You
1: simplify your life yeah, right, by doing that. Exactly. You, know, you don't need you know, uh, McMansion if, if it's just you and your
0: spouse. Right. right? Exactly. So so this is going to be a good one, John. It always feels like uh, downsizing is something that soon to be retired people should at least consider, right?
1: True. Um, you know, it's often a topic of conversation with our clients. Uh, we have this topic frequently. And I'm not, you know, a licensed real estate agent, uh, but it often comes up as a topic when we're discussing future plans. And If you're thinking of moving during retirement, it's likely to a smaller place, but before you sell off extra furniture and downsize, I think it's important to note that uh, less home doesn't always lead to an ideal solution. Mm. Uh, You might find unexpected financial and emotional challenges after making the switch. Uh, Today we're gonna talk about some of the most common misconceptions surrounding downsizing during retirement. And one of the first misconceptions is that selling your home will lead to a substantial financial windfall. Now, I know that we did see kind of a reverse migration from the North to the South because real estate valuations were very high in the Northeast, and, I, and we did see that here in the Carolinas where people would sell in Baltimore or New York or New Jersey for you a know, million five, and they'd buy down here for 500,000 and pocket a million, and that, that was a good deal. But that doesn't always happen that way. Um, you know, some people see their home as kind of a lottery ticket. Uh, if it's paid off completely, or you have a smaller mortgage, it's easy to think of the proceeds from the sales pure profit. Uh, especially uh, in the current environment, when you uh, can't go a day without hearing advertisements or stories or real estate financial windfalls. I think that it's easy for people out there to forget that often selling a home also can cost you some money as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it can. And so when you talk about costs, though, that it can cost you money to sell a house, do you mean closing costs and agent commissions then?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, number one, uh, you know, housing repairs, I think, add up. If, you're, if you let your home maintenance lapse, you may need to hire a handyman or a general contractor. To get your property ready to put on the market, um, I've seen I've seen all different types of scenarios out there. Some people say we'll buy it as is, but a lot of people have to put money in it to sell it, depending upon the market that you're in. Of course, uh, the second thing, Tony, is professional uh, photographs don't come cheap. You know now they have these drones. Uh, you know the realtors are pretty innovative today. I have to give them credit for taking aerial footage and and all different types of pictures that they put on MLS. And then landscaping, you know, I think curb appeal definitely helps sell homes, Um, and just those three between repairs, you know, getting the house ready for sale, photography, that kind of thing, landscaping. You know, sometimes that will cut into your net profit, and a lot of times I've I found that a lot of our clients can't find something to downsize into. Um, You know, either it's just too much of a downsiz,e where they can't Uh find kind of the right product that they would like to downsize to. Now, it might be different up there in Minnesota, uh, but I've had a lot of clients that just, they don't, they can't find the right place to downsize to. So these are just some things to consider. Um, I do think that if you have a huge house and your kids are all in college, you don't need it. Or, you know, if you've got a 6,000 square foot home and you're living in 1,500 square feet of it, um, you know, that may be a good time to downsize, but just recognize all these things are going to come into play when you sell, when you buy a new home.
0: Well, yeah, I think it would be. Uh, obviously, there, it sounds like you have a lot of tips for us. There are a lot of potential costs out there that we're going to need to consider. And I can see now how not all downsizing could, might result in a financial windfall. And um, referring back to that article and, and some of the experiences you've had, what's another common misconception about downsizing?
1: Yeah, you know, Many retirees who downsize assume that a smaller home will reduce living expenses, um, however, like I said, location can have an, even a bigger impact than size. Uh, if you leave a large home in the country for city living, you may find real estate prices to be steep. Uh, you know, the same seller's market that may encourage you to look at listing your home uh, could make your next destination more expensive than you expected. Uh, you know, you always hear location, 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 which I think is so vitally important in retirement. You know, you want convenience and simplification. I think is so important. So hopefully, you know, listeners out there understand that. And they just weigh all these decisions. Uh, You know, the biggest thing, Tony, out there is, uh, if you're gonna downsize or not, is that you have a plan. Uh, So many times we've talked about, you know, people don't plan to fail, they simply fail to plan. And not having a comprehensive plan to include maybe things such as downsizing is critical. So for listeners out there, if you want to get a plan or want to see what plan might work specifically for you, a tailored plan, give us a call toll-free at 855-260-7361. Again, 855-260-7361.
0: All right. Well, that sounds great. And we do need to take a quick break here. Now, if our listeners out there want to attend one of these uh, dinner seminars or workshops, educational workshops or classes... Uh, what can they do? Where can they go? They're free, I mean, right? They, they,
1: can, they can call our office toll-free just because we've got offices all over the state, number one, to see if we're in their area. They can also go to our website. But I, I think if they call our office, it would be better because we have smaller events all over the state of North Carolina. And uh, if we're having one near them, then we can get them on our invitation list, Tony. So sure. that toll-free number is eight five five two six zero. Seven three six one Again, eight
0: five five two six zero seven three six one. 260 7361 Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your retirement income toolkit from A4 Wealth Advisors now by going to a4wealth.com or by calling us at 888-949-7475. Welcome back to Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host, John balserack from A4 Wealth Advisors is here. John, you've been talking about Uh, six downsizing myths that we need to be aware of in retirement. And so far, you've talked about two of the big ones. Uh, One of the myths is that selling will lead to a substantial windfall, selling your current home. Uh, And that isn't always the case. Uh, And then number two, a smaller place uh, will reduce living expenses. That's not always the case either. So uh, next, uh, let's let's step back and and look at the bigger picture um, what's the next myth? It's the it's that everyone in retirement needs to downsize, right? Uh, it isn't for everyone, though, is it? it it's
1: not, Tony. I mean, while most retirees consider moving at one point, uh, it's it's important to evaluate your own situation before making a change. Uh, if there are not uh, financial concerns with your current home or health concerns, your best move might be to stay put. Uh, You may be perfectly comfortable in your home regardless of the size. There is something to be said for having a stable and consistent home. Uh, I know that Ben Franklin used to say a place for everything and everything in its place. Um, But then there are some people that, you know, hey, they might want to be closer to kids or grandkids. That gives you more intrinsic value. And in those situations, you know, you should look for it. So it's going to be on a case-by-case basis. Uh, There is no one-size-fits-all. But, you know, we're going to look at the financial ramifications and then look at your overall financial plan. Uh, we, like we've said on many shows, many people don't have a financial plan, so you need to get one and then look if moving or not moving is going to be advantageous or disadvantageous for you specifically.
0: Right. Right. And I, I think that's important to note. Obviously, uh, there there can be everybody's situation is different. Uh, downsizing can have other disadvantages, though, Right.
1: Yeah, I think for many people out there, Tony, you know, the plunge to a smaller home or condo or, or townhouse is a significant lifestyle adjustment. And, you know, whether you're a family of four, new empty nesters, or couples looking forward to your golden years, you'll need to make concessions uh, when you move into a smaller home. So before you decide to sell your home and move into less living space, you know, take these important details into account. Um, I know that, in fact, you know who knows more about moving than moving companies? I know that they do a lot of. It. That's all they do, and they move every day. And uh, I know this one company, Transstar Moving, came up with ten cons to consider before downsizing.
0: Ah. And that's
1: a that's available on their website, by the way. And again, TransstarMoving.com for people out there that want to be able to pull this up uh, on the website and I will kind of go through them. Um, The first here, Tony, is number one, you'll have fewer spaces for entertaining. Uh, You know, a lot of people in their golden years do like to entertain, and sometimes you may have your kids or grandkids back in town. Uh, So you need to consider um, if you want that. You know, some people like to have larger places to celebrate holidays and birthdays and all that kind of good stuff. Two, you'll find smaller home, uh, you may feel more cramped. Um, Some say it's more cozy, but some say it's more cramped. Now, I'll tell you, if you have a lot of junk, sometimes it is good to downsize because a lot of that stuff you just don't need. But some people may feel cramped. Uh, Number three, you'll need to adjust your lifestyle uh, to a smaller home. Number four, you'll have less storage space. Again, if you're a hoarder, that may be a good (laughs) thing because you can hoard. Yeah. Um, You know, know, it's funny because, I mean, people do that. Number five is you'll have to work through the emotional aspect. You know, you built memories in a home, you raised sure. kids, grandkids, you build a lot of emotional attachment. Now, that doesn't mean you can't go make new memories somewhere else. But, um, you know, sometimes that can be difficult for some people to, to move out of that home where they've built their, their lives and, and raised their children. So these are just things to, to consider.
0: Well, yeah, and I think it's good. Now, that last one, I think that's a big one for a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people get attached to stuff, uh, like you say, by the time people are ready to retire. Uh, a lot of folks i know when they reach retirement they've got so much stuff uh and they're emotionally attached that it's hard for them to get rid of it let alone move out of their home and have to downsize their stuff and leave their home behind you know my wife and i are kind of the opposite we even though we've got a lot of junk we can't wait to downsize so uh and but, that's good yeah. i think that'll be
1: a good thing for you guys yeah. i really do
0: yeah we're not that attached to our house we've been there a long time but Uh, we're actually looking for, we kind of like change. So we're we're ready. uh, And we're really going to be ready by the time uh, we're able to do that. But uh, I think that uh, everybody's different. Like you're saying, a lot of people have a lot of emotional attachment to their homes. Um, Now, uh, I think obviously leaving behind those memories is hard for a lot of people. Uh, Now, what are the last five of these top 10 cons to consider before downsizing?
1: Yes, sir. Uh, so number six, you know, you'll have to consider the cost and you really need to look at the cost. They add up quickly. Um, you know, hidden or unexpected expenses weighing heavily upon your budget. We mentioned some of those earlier, um, but you know, if you find a new place to live, you may have other costs such as rent, condo or, homeowner fees, or ho- homeowner's fees, uh, general moving expenses, you know, all those things. So always make sure you look at all the costs, pros and cons That's six. Number seven is you have to realize change is difficult. We talked about that. Eight is you have to adjust to a new home and neighborhood. That can be fun, I mean, to meet new people, unless you're introverted, maybe it's not. (laughs) Uh, You have to consider the stress of moving. I know it's not, I mean, the good thing about moving is like you said, you clean a lot of stuff out. They say you give a third to Goodwill, you give a third, or you keep a third, and then you you throw a third away. Right. So so two thirds goes. (laughs) Yeah. And that can be kind of refreshing. You kind of, you know, it's nice to be have your house clean and to where you know where, you know, I tell my dad, I love him to death, but he, he kind of, he's, he's a semi hoarder.
0: And I go out <laughs> in his
1: garage and you can't find it. And he, he's got every tool, but you can't find it.
0: Well, right. Yeah. There's too much stuff.
1: That's so, too much stuff. Yeah. So you got to go to Lowe's and buy a new one. So. Anyway, I just thought I'd throw that in there. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah, well, we all know somebody like that. I'm a bit of a, I mean, my wife and I are guilty of that to some extent with some things. We just have right. a lot of stuff with three kids and stuff. We just, we need to be better at getting rid of stuff.
1: It's easy to accumulate. Number 10, you potentially experience feelings of loss of prestige. You know, and some people care about that. I mean, I, th- I think that if, I'd rather have more money and more income than be house poor. And some yeah. people are. Some yeah. people are house poor. They really can't do a whole lot. They have a beautiful home, but they really can't do much. They can't travel, um, you know, can't do the vacations they would like to do. So these are the things you have to weigh. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they've done studies in Europe. People live in much, much smaller spaces than they do here in the US. And they say that all the psychological studies they've done, they're just as happy. So, you know, when, yeah. when, you, when you read that and, and look at that, and, you know, they're also a lot more social. So I think that um, you know, I wouldn't worry about losing prestige if you go from a seven thousand square foot home to fifteen hundred or two thousand because it's just it's what you need. Yeah,
0: exactly. You got to be. It's what you need. At some point, you have to look at what you need and, and and learn. You know, I think a lot of people could live with a lot less, but some people are very attached to that. I mean, the the big myth that you talked about so far is everyone should downsize. Not everyone is going to have to, but. Uh, you've probably got a lot of our listeners out there, John, getting misty, thinking about all their memories and moments and milestones that their current house has seen. Uh, so maybe the next myth you're going to talk about is a little less emotional.
1: Sure thing, Tony. I think the next myth is practical. Um, you've probably seen all those shows about selling things secondhand, um, you know, slap some paint on a dresser and suddenly it's a, a designer piece of furniture. And uh, we all know that that's not always the case.
0: No, it's not. I mean, my wife and I love those shows, but uh, sometimes it looks like a lot of work.
1: And it certainly can be a lot of work and far too often uh, not enough reward. So you look at your quality of life and, you know, the next downsizing myth from Hartman is can uh, or can I bring cash for extra or I can bring in cash, I'm sorry, for extra household goods. I can bring in cash. So if you plan to sell extra furniture, antiques, or China uh, to help moving costs, be careful not to overestimate the proceeds. Uh, with an increasing number of baby boomers retiring, the supply of antiques and collectibles has greatly increased. And I think that bringing the price of some of those goods um, will be not as, you know, it'll be, they'll be down because there'll be such a big supply. So if you have unique pieces but aren't sure of their value, consider having a professional evaluate them before having a garage sale you know make sure that you're getting what you're worth but you know don't don't overestimate tony what you think you're gonna get because some people do that
0: yeah yeah i i bet they do obviously some people overestimate well and that's not quite as an emotional uh tip but it, it could still be a bummer our time though for this segment is almost up john is there anything you want to add before we take another quick break here?
1: Yeah, you know we haven't really talked a lot about the financial part of this, but I think you know having a strategy assessment to assess where you're at right now, what are your financial goals and objectives? What's your time frame look like? Uh, where do you want to live? You know so many people don't have clarity on what their retirement goals are and what income they're going to need and they don't have a plan. So if you don't have one or you maybe you have an advisor now, but you wanna get a second opinion and just see if your plan's on track, give us a call toll-free. Our strategy assessment is a two-appointment process. We do not charge you at all. Uh, we wanna show you what our opinion is, our second opinion, and see if we can add value to your plan. Uh, and to, to set that up, all you do is call our office at one 260 7361 Again, one 260 We'd be more than happy to sit down with you and go over a plan that's tailored and customized just for you. There are 96 different months you could file for Social Security benefits. There are over 9,000 combinations if you are married. But that's not all. There are advanced filing strategies that also can be used. By the time you factor it all in, there are over 20,000 different calculations that need to be run to find the best way to file and trigger Social Security benefits. Visit A4Wealth.com to request your free Social Security Maximization Report or call our office today toll-free at one 888
0: Welcome back to Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies with our host, John Balserac of A4 Wealth Advisors. And today's episode is a good one. Uh, You've been talking about six downsizing myths uh, that it's important we be aware of uh, as we prepare for retirement and of course in retirement. Uh, You've really been all over the map with the show today, John, and covered a lot uh, you've talked about several downsizing myths plus some hidden costs in selling your home and in the move itself uh, what could possibly be left for us to myth bust today well
1: uh we still have two two myths from the Rachel Hartman article that we spoke about earlier and the next is that the extra space won't be missed uh, a life in a 4000 square foot home compared to the life of a 900 square uh, foot home um, could be a bigger change than expected. Uh, There may be tighter spaces, we talked about that. And um, you may not like having as many bathrooms, especially when your grandkids come and visit, right, Tony? Um, But I think instead of scaling back on size, you might be more comfortable in a home that is smaller than your current family home, but still large enough to host and entertain. So you kinda wanna find the sweet spot. And if you have family out of state, um you know where will they stay when they visit you that's a good question to ask uh, you may want to have space or you may prefer that your guests return to a hotel at the end of the day some people actually like that on both sides and determine what scenario fits best with your family's needs and visitors so you know i have i, I know a lot of families that say hey listen get a hotel and that if they come over for a couple hours and they leave and some people have enough uh, space to entertain and spend the night. That's that's purely a preference item.
0: <laughs> well, John, at my family's events, uh, we call heading to the hotel boxers. Return to your corners. <laughs>
1: there you go. That way there we you go. that
0: way we get ready for another round.
1: And the final myth uh, mentioned in the article refers to the idea that downsizing is the only way to boost income in retirement. In my opinion, um, you know, that's just not true. I mean, there's a lot of ways to boost your income in retirement. Right. Uh, you know, it, you have to do what's right for you. And if, if you need to downsize, just because you're not using the space and you have a ton of equity and that will build your income column, build your asset column, that's a great move, but it's gonna be on a case by case basis. So downsize only if need be, but this is why you wanna work with someone who's got a fiduciary responsibility To be your advisor and to look at all these different things that you can do and whether downsizing makes sense for you. And then how does that, you know, how does that play into your overall plan? So many people that come into our office just don't know. If you're one of those people, give us a call toll free at 855-260-7361 and let's see what your plan looks like.
0: Well, that sounds good, John, but what do you suggest we do first? What do you suggest our listeners do uh, to begin creating that retirement income?
1: Yeah, and and we've we've stressed this on so many shows that, you know, if you're out there and you're transitioning from working to retiring, right now you have a paycheck, but that paycheck's going to go away. So you need to figure out what your retirement income need is and solve for that. And we need to identify what that looks like. What are your base income needs that you have to have? Even if your house is paid off, you have property taxes, you've got health care costs, you have food, you have utilities, if you tithe at your church, those things never go away, okay? So we want to be able to solve for your retirement income need in the most efficient and tax-efficient way possible. And once we've solved for that part of your portfolio, then we can build for legacy, okay? That's for kids, grandkids, et cetera. But so many people don't even know what their income need is. They don't know what their income gap is. You know, maybe Social Security and the pension makes up 60% of it, but you still have a 40% income gap. Well, how do we create that? And I think at A4 Wealth, this is where you know we have a lot of expertise in creating guaranteed income plans to live the rest of your life so you do not run out of money. And then you can give the, whatever's left over to your children or grandchildren or the people that you love. So having a solid retirement income plan is critical. And I'll tell you, Tony, that most people that come in our office don't have one. They might own products, but they have no plan.
0: Right. And that's not good. I I mean, you have to have a plan in place uh, to really have a successful retirement and and make that retirement income last as long as possible. And I know that's what you help people do. Uh, And that statement, it's never too early to begin preparing for retirement. I think from everything you say, John, that really holds true here. In addition to making sure our plan is able to deal with any financial changes that we might encounter, right?
1: Absolutely. You know, I would agree that by having a retirement income plan. that's going to help you identify uh, and give you a steady, consistent stream of income. And you know that's what people want. They want consistency. They want predictability. They don't want jarring swings with their income. You can't live that way, you know. And you know most people tell you are going to need between seventy to eighty-five percent of their working income. So if, you're, if you and your spouse are making hundred thousand dollars right now we need to solve for seventy dollars to $85,000 a year for the rest of your life. And you could live 25 or 30 years or more in retirement. So people that have that planned out sleep a lot better. They enjoy their retirement a lot better. It eliminates a lot of the financial angst. If you don't have that right now, give us a call toll free. Pick up the phone and call us at 855-260-7361 and let us develop a specific plan tailored specifically for you.
0: All right. Well, that sounds awesome. That sounds like a great plan. And, and as usual, the time for our show has just flown by, John. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today?
1: Yeah, nothing else. Just, you know, I would say people take action. You know, here we are in the entering the fourth quarter of 2018. We'll be into 2019 before you know it. People made goals for 2018 and never really got them off the ground. Let's get them off the ground. Let's make something happen. Let's get your plan on track. Give us a call at
0: 855-260-7361. Thank you for listening to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact John Balserak of A4 Wealth Advisors. Call 888-949-7475. Or visit their website at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com.